darkness is your ally. You merely adopted the dark. Ruffy ball! While Major Warren was captivating the crowd with tales of black dicks and white mouths, someone poisoned the coffee. Watch that? Yeah, that was last week. I uh, last week's episode. I uh, watched that. Did you watch the extended? I did. Yep. Yeah, dude, it's so good. There's a see. I'm a fan of Tarantino, man. He hasn't done wrong by me. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you uh, if you remember from last week, hate or uh, yeah, hateful eight is one of my my all time favorites. Made my top ten list. I don't remember you mentioning it. No, it's, it's on my top ten. Oh, well, okay. Go back and listen to that episode. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that. No, I know you don't. <clears throat> yeah. Seems... Seems, uh, vain. <laughs> to listen to our own, yeah. our own shit. Oh, I killed that. <laughs> uh, like I said, if something ever happened to you and I was, like, missing you, I'd go back and listen and... Be sad and <laughs> laugh and cry and... But for the good times. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had a quote that you wanted to say this week, didn't you? No. No. Did I? I thought wasn't it something about uh Taylor Swift? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> What'd you want to say about Travis Kelsey oh and Taylor Swift? Oh my god. You were uh, I hate that we're talking about what did you say you hope Travis Kelsey does get <laughs> Taylor Swift? I just said I hoped. <laughs> I just said Are you sure you said hoped? I didn't mean hoped. I don't wish nothing bad on nobody. But it'd just be funny if he started beating her ass. <laughs> like, would you say she showed up to her next music video yeah, with she, big sunglasses? She does a music video with like all types of masks and face painting and all types of weird shit. Like you can't actually see her face. And she's just got two massive black eyes. And she shows up to a game with big ass, dark ass sunglasses. <laughs> and big hat. <laughs> I fell. <laughs> this just her next song as I fell. <laughs> it wasn't his fault. My face hit his fist. <laughs> Jesus. I hate that fucking we talk about this. Like, that's all the news now. Talking about Taylor at the goddamn football game. I know, man. That shit is crazy. To have that much power, man, this gotta be surreal. <sighs> Dude, I would be corrupt. <laughs> I would be so corrupt. I'll be bad for a little while and I start doing good things, but like in bad ways. <laughs> I couldn't, hey, I'm not the one. Somebody told me that uh, apparently Taylor Swift's, Taylor Swift's affected like the fucking economy or like the Dow Jones. Oh, or I'm sure. The U- US she, GDP gross domestic. She's essentially uh, death clock. <laughs> Yeah, she's becoming Death Clock. She's affecting the economy. Like, if she does a Duncan Hills coffee jingle, it'll become the most popular coffee. Yeah, did you see, uh, I saw, saw on Good Morning America, apparently, some the jeans she was wearing, the jean shorts she was wearing at the game. Like, everyone bought them, they're sold out everywhere. 
So basically, the bitch is death clock, man. Follow Taylor Swift, see what she's doing, then put invest in whatever she's got going on, and fucking you gonna make quick money. So invest in whatever she's wearing or whatever she says. She's like, go drink something, go eat this. People gonna be out there, and shit's gonna be gone. Yeah, she's death clock. Yeah, Taylor death clock Swift. How long do you think it'll be before her and Britney start beefing? Dude, Britney needs to get herself right before she starts beefing with Taylor. It'd be funny if Taylor, like, Britney was, like, getting too up in her face and Britney's just like, or Taylor's just like, oh, she's kind of weird. And she's like, what do you do? Like, you just married Patrick. Like, you don't do anything. <laughs> I just, I don't, I, I can't stand her. She was Britney. Um, Holmes. Yeah. They showed at the game. Uh, looking real upset at that chicken tender. Did you see that picture? No. She was like looking at she was just she, I hate her face. <laughs> Taylor or Brittany? Brittany. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, they showed a picture of like last week's game where uh Travis Kelsey's mom was sitting with Jake from State Farm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jake probably hitting that shit. <laughs> probably. Like that's a good looking dude and he's famous. <laughs> like, he probably smashed Kelsey's mom. They're going to be at Thanksgiving together. Jesus. <laughs> and then Taylor going to try to smash Jake from Jake's farm. <laughs> it's going to be like that SNL skit. Yeah. when Yeah. <laughs> With uh, Michael B. Jordan yeah. as the State Farm. Jake from State Farm. That's That's just, that was funny yeah. shit. Just stayed up in the house. <laughs> then the whole thing was a fucking Lee Moon commercial. <laughs> So, besides Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, what entertained you this week, sir? Uh, ah, not much. I watched Saving Private Ryan. Nice. It's a, that's a flick, man. That's yeah, a movie. It is. It's intense. It is pretty intense. Yeah, that's that's one that I can once you you start. I don't think there's too many people unless you like completely overt to your you know uh, adverse to. Um, like hardcore violence, watching that open scene where they land at Normandy, beach in Normandy, dude, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard. Like you can't not watch it. Right. Well, and just the fact that people had to actually do that, like that was a real thing. Mm-hmm. It was a. Uh, it was kind of trippy. I was paying attention a little bit more, and I know I noticed this before, but it's like you watch they storm the beach, and Tom Hanks's character, Captain Miller, kind of. Ends up in charge and basically leads the storm and breaks the German defenses and gets in there and they take the beach. Then all everyone else shows up later and like they didn't go through what right like thousands of people just got killed yeah hundreds whatever I don't know the numbers. No, the other guys come in and they're just like hanging out, drinking coffee, eating sandwiches, just chit chatting, having a good time. Like they have no idea what, what just happened what a couple just hours happened, ago. Yeah. Like what was ha- what what happened for you to get here, and like Tom Hanks's character sitting there and watching him eat and drink and just shooting the shit like having a normal day, mm-hmm. nothing going on here. That's, that's crazy, man. Then you watch every character, uh, part of his squad. Like every character kind of deals in their own way, like what's what they just went through. Sure. <laughs> like um, who's the one the Jewish cat on the squad that uh, is it Adam Goldberg? Um, the actor he played and he's kind of Vin Diesel's character and there's like one of Vin Diesel's first roles he took off like a, 
just a bayonet knife from off one of the dead Germans and gave it to him. It's like, oh, look, Hitler, the youth knife. And, like, it was nothing to him. But then the, the Jewish guy, like, he saw that shit and, like, he freaked out and he started crying. It's like, yo, man, it's like, you made it. You killed some Germans. Germans killed all your people. It's like, it was like a sad, glorious moment for him. Yeah. It's just interesting seeing how everybody uh, coped. Yeah, dealt with that shit because obviously that was traumatic. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I watched. Uh, speaking of just like watching movies like that and be like, man, somebody really went through that shit. I watched uh, Black Mass with uh, Johnny Depp. It's one of these the the gangster Whitey Bulger. Oh, Black Mask. Yeah. Okay, okay. What did yeah, you yeah. think I said? Black, I said black, black Mask. Oh, no. That's a movie with Jet Li. No, not that one. It's a Black Mask, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just like all the, nefor- the nefarious shit that they were doing. Mm-hmm. And like they had that inside FBI guy that was pretty much just letting them yep. do whatever the fuck they wanted. And they were... And his brother was the... Uh, poly- was he... He, he's like a governor, governor I think. Yeah. yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. I I enjoy like probably one of the few things I remember from the movies when he asked uh uh John Ho- John Hopper Jim Hopper yeah about uh, the recipe for the steak and he ended up giving it up he's like that's a secret that's a family secret why you tell me that like you broke him down he's yeah. like yeah you're a rat you a snitch like you gave that shit up too easy was dark man that shit was dark yeah. Plus, I mean, Johnny Depp, great actor. So. True, 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 true. Uh, I, I must have been in a Johnny Depp mood. I watched Secret Window. Okay, um, that's a good one. I like that one. The one's creepy and weird and kind of a, a thriller. And uh, I watched Balls of Fury. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. That's, that's an underrated <laughs> that is movie. a great movie. I like that movie. Christopher Walken cracks me up in that shit. Got uh, what's his? I forget the dude's name. The main actor, he was hooking up with an old girl, um, the Chinese girl. What's her name? Susie Q or whatever. No. Uh, yeah. Maggie Q. Maggie Q. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, she's a baddie. Out there playing balls of fury, <laughs> ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, uh, was it Mencia? No, not Mencia. Uh, Carlos. Oh, what the fuck was his name? The agent. He was the agent. Oh yeah. Uh, no, uh, Lopez. Lopez. George, Lopez. George Lopez. He cracked me up in this shit. Yeah, I like him too. <laughs> you should listen to his comedy if you haven't, dude. His comedy's funny. I've seen well. some of his shit, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. What else been popping? Um, been playing that Boulder's Gate. Yeah? Yeah, it's just you got fun, into man. it? Yeah. Right on. Me and Nick play this shit. It's too much fun. It's just like Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-mm. I, uh... When's the last time we recorded? Like two weeks, huh? Yeah, probably. So a week ago, went down seeing Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that's right. I think we recorded right before you went to Chappelle. Okay. So yeah, I saw him at the XL. Sold out. Sold out the house. It's a great show. It's a new material. Yeah, you know new shit. I mean, kind of talking about the same stuff. Made a couple of trans jokes. Sure. After he said he wasn't gonna do them no more, <laughs> but he kept. It was funny the way he kept doing it. <clears throat> Because it wasn't a setup for a trans joke. It was just like he talked about some other random shit. And then he said something about when that dude attacked him at Red Rock yeah. or at the uh, Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, dude had a knife, but it identified as a gun. <laughs> and then he just, he just like had these little just little punchlines sure. that were references to transgender folk. Sure. It was funny. He actually had a transgender female 
comedian open up for him. And, uh, Transitioning was, to a female? No, full. She was, she was female. Okay. Big ass titties. <laughs> Big old nice ass titties. <laughs> a fat ass. Big burly black chick. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently she started dick because she kept talking about it. Jesus. Uh, she was funny though. She had good energy. Yeah, it was just interesting. Like obviously, I'm sure Dave's like, you know what? I've got friends in that community. I'm gonna pull one out for me. Right. Bring them with and show motherfuckers that I'm not the fucking villain. Right. Not that the Menominos care at all. <laughs> it was like, well, he said this and he said that. I hate that shit. I I know he's dead ass right that these motherfuckers. Somebody ran with this and said these talking points, like taking a comedian's material out of context and yep. just reading it verbatim. Yep. Like, well, Dave said this and this and this. And like, it's, oh my God. It's exactly the Jim Jeffries joke. Yeah. Like he talks about, like, my my jokes aren't a good read. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, his skill is all about being able to set up a joke and tell a story and timing and all that good shit and delivery. Make something evil and make it funny. Yeah. He's like... As far as rapes go, <laughs> Jim Jeffrey says don't. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it was uh, it was a good show, man. His openers are good. Donnell Rollins came out. Nice. It was interesting because Donnell came out like three piece suit, like all of a sudden he matured and it was like on some grown man shit. But he was doing the same shit. Okay. He was funny as fuck though. He killed me though because he was doing. I don't know if you remember that song where that church lady was talking about. Making Thanksgiving dinner. She's like, I got beans, potatoes, potatoes, grams, mams, hogs, malls, beans. And then they, people made like music, sure. put beat to it and make all types of videos, TikToks, gifts, yeah. dances and shit. So he was going off on that shit. And then he flipped it and then did it like, oh, I know what the white version of that shit would be. He's like, I got I got Brussels sprouts and mayonnaise and sweet or uh, potato salad with no seasoning. Jesus. <laughs> I got raw ass chicken fresh out the package. Wow. <laughs> But he was going off on that shit, man. He died. Like, my ribs was hurting. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Dave. Dave. <coughs> it wasn't even a funny joke. Dave was cracking on the uh, the Seagate sea submarine dialogue, no, motherfuckers. Sure. And he had this goofy-ass bit where he just did an impersonation of the people in the submarine. And he leans back on his stool. And then he's, like, pretending to be the people in the Titanic seeing the submarine come down. <laughs> and he does this... In, he, it's so funny to him that he can, he can't keep his composure. Like, he keeps laughing. Yeah. And he's like, he even said, he's like, dude, this is going to be a terrible joke, but it's just funny as fuck to me. <laughs> and he sits back, he leans back and crosses his arms and he's like acts like he's laying down. And he goes, welcome to your watery grave. <laughs> like, it was so fucking dumb. We're watching him try to perform it <laughs> and keep laughing. Get through it. And like, he did it a couple times. He's just like, he leaned back and did that. And <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, another bit he was talking about where uh, and I think he, I've heard this one before on a different on some other it might have been something live that we wouldn't seen him but he talked about um, oh after he got attacked like his wife was upset and you know she's worried about like what if something happened to him like right. he died and you know worrying about their future and all that and he's like baby I took care of it everything's taken care of you'll be fine something happens to me he gave her a key to a safety deposit box and he's like if anything happens when you go in that box, you get that. You and the kids will be good. And you'll be fine. And he's like, would you believe this bitch wouldn't check that box while I was still alive <laughs> to see what was in there? And then he was like, 
she was all mad. She's like, Dave, what the fuck is this? Like, you just this fucking notebook full of your jokes. He's like, baby, that's gold right there. He's like, you work on your delivery. He's like, you'll be all right. Jesus. And she was like reading off. And she, she reads it off. She's like, what does this even mean? He's like, welcome to your watery grave. He's like, nah, baby, you got to roll that off. He's like, welcome to your watery grave. I was like, bruh. That's funny as fuck. Oh, my God. He killed me with that. Oh shit, that's funny as fuck. But uh, yeah, he turned a bad joke. He turned a bad joke, like not a very good joke. Material just made that shit entertaining. Watching him have fun up there. Yeah. He ended the night off talking about little Nas, little Nas X. Jesus. He says something like, you know, Dave always likes to put out some uh, kind of depth, in depth, sure, shit to make yeah. you think a little bit. Yeah. He's talking about you know coming up as a young comic and the things he went through and like cross paths with this Russian boss and. Something about a club assignment. Things got mixed up. And he was talking about basically about, you know, living in your dream, like having your dreams. So, like, being on stage at this arena right there, surrounded by everybody. He's like, y'all are living in my dream right now. This is my dream. And y'all are living in it. And he said something about Lil Nas. Like, man, I was at this party, whatever, whatever. And I see Lil Nas X. Like, man, we all living in that motherfucker's dream. He's like, when he was a kid in elementary school, he's like, I want to be the gayest rapper ever. (laughs) That's my dream. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Um, I watched this, uh, it's essentially like an hour and a half documentary going, reliving the 0-18 playoff uh, record of the Twins. So the Twins have not won 18 games in a row yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, straight playoff losses. Um, and so like, you know, like, say like in the sixth inning you're up by three runs and, you know, there's nobody on base and you have like a winning percentage of yeah. like... 68% or whatever. And that, that can fluctuate with whatever happens in the game. Right. So this dude took all of those, like their highest uh, their highest probability in each game of all 18 games. Okay. And he did some math. I'm not too good with numbers, but <laughs> he did some math and he came out with this number of the probability of them losing... All of these eighteen games, one in. Do you want to? Do you want to take a guess? Let's say like a couple million. One in sixty nine billion. What? Yes. To lose all eighteen games with sixty nine billion. Yep. Hmm. And then, like he did, like oh, you know, you could just think that I'm just a Twins Homer fan, and then he took like the probability of. Um, like when the uh, Oakland Athletics won those twenty games, like what was their probability of that? And then like he uh, he said you know like you know some games that they're over they're not they're underdogs, so it switches the probabilities and shit. But uh-huh. most of them were only like a couple million, I think like a hundred million to one for the odds of them winning twenty games in a row mm-hmm. and shit like that. So it's like he had numbers to back it up, and it was interesting. And I mean, it sucks they're only eighteen and. They haven't won since I've been in high school, so I think two thousand was it two thousand four. I think was their last. <laughs> so, but they're back in the playoffs now, and anyway, got a modern philosophy for you if you don't have anything else. <laughs> Ask that philosophical question about that uh, that clip you showed me <laughs> yesterday. You're just gonna <clears throat> steal other people's shit. Yeah, why not? Okay. Ain't that how the world did revolves? Well, I was gonna steal this one from Peter Griffin, so Okay. 
I guess two. Oh, we'll, we'll have two today. Uh, would you rather have a down son or a trans son? Definitely down. <laughs> right. Like the guy said, it just seems like he'd be more fun. At least he'd be happy. Yeah. Right. I've got a trans son. He'd be all confused and emo and not what to do. And like, I, I couldn't not make jokes. Like, yeah. Hey, pick your dick up over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say some wild shit, especially to my son. Like, bitch, stop crying. <laughs> so you got a dick in titties, man. <laughs> <coughs> All right, what's the Peter Griffin one? Uh, would you rather be a hobo with a 5% chance a rich person adopts you? Or would you rather be Hitler for two years before the war ended? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and then Joe asked... Does he have to be crippled still? Yeah, I just saw that. Were you showing? Did you show me that? I don't think so. I saw it today. I just fucking saw that. It just popped up today. I was yeah, like, like the darkest humor. Like fucking Quagmire keeps asking about Hitler. He's like, why are you trying to make Hitler work? Yeah. He's like, do you have to have a mustache? He's like, he's like can I make adjustments to the mustache? He's like, he's like, can I not be a douche? Like, no, you've already fucked up. Like, you gotta live with it for two years. Where uh, Cleveland was like, am I still black? A black hobo or black Hitler? Like, yeah. Yes. And Joe had to be a cripple. <laughs> oh, God. Um, a hobo with a 5% chance? <laughs> like, a rich person adopts What's the time frame, though? You're just homeless forever now. You have a 5% chance for the rest of your life. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. Rich people be weird. I don't know if I'd want to get it. Rich people do some strange Dude, shit. Dude, you end up like in a... Fucking, uh, what was that, Gran, Tur- Gran Turismo, or, or not Gran Turismo, uh, was it Gran Turismo? The one with the, no, Twisted Metal, where the old people, the rich people were making them cut off body parts and shit, putting them on necklaces. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They take, yeah, the ears and all types of, yeah, yeah that yeah. shit was fucked up. It was fucking weird, I want to know more, more about that. I feel like the season two is going to come out, because I got to get into the... Racing and shit. Oh, yeah, the uh, actor strike finally, or the, yeah. the writer strike finally is over. Yeah. Congratulations, writers, I hope. Did they get a good deal? I'm sure. I don't think they would have came back. Studios were starting to hurt and panic, man. I'd have fucking stayed on strike for, I mean, do something for a while. Make those motherfuckers be like, yo, bitch. Yeah. Now the cost of everything's about to go up because the writers are getting paid more now. <laughs> Gas is going to go up. Eggs about to go up. Don't say that. The world's fucked up, man. That works, man. Yeah. Fuck a duck. Um. What else is popping? I don't know, man. I got nothing. No, I got nothing either. What movie did we watch? We watched uh, Dread, didn't we? Yeah, G. Red. The Stallone one. <laughs> Uh, one of my guys at work, like we've had this conversation before, but he brought it up recently a few weeks back. He said one of his friends they were talking to said that he liked the Stallone Dread more, better than the new one. Well, I just don't need that kind of negativity right. in my life. I looked at him, I was like, "What?" I was like, "You tell your friend to tell his friend." I said, "Suck my dick." <laughs> right? Tell them. I do like no disrespect to the original Dread. Like it was entertaining, but it doesn't hold a fucking candle to no, the new one, dude. Like not that at shit all. was so gritty and raw and. Ugh, I could I could I watched it two times. Yeah, 
I literally watched it the week before and I threw that shit on again. I was like, it's just a great fucking Man. movie. Where do we start? Well, alright. So, so Judge Dredd is based on a comic. Yep. Um, Carl Urban plays Judge Dredd this one. But there's these police officers. They're, they're kind of... They're called judges. They're judges. Because they can just kill you. They can dole out justice. They judge, jury, and execution. Yeah. Um, so they're pretty much amped, r- ramped up... You police officers. Up cops, yeah. <laughs> and Mega City 1. It's after a wasteland, fallout, uh, post-apocalyptic world. Living in the ruins of the old world. They got these mega cities, mega structures, like a tower, but it holds, it's like basically a city unto itself. Judge Dredd is training a rookie with psychic abilities because she's a mutant, because she grew up by like radiated wasteland. It's like uh, Adam West when he went and rolled in that radiation. What power did he get? He got sick. Yeah. He just, because the. The Griffins all got powers. He thought he was going to get powers. And he just yeah, he was trying to fight him, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meg girl fingernails. Oh, fuck. God, I love that show. So, yeah, Judge Dredd's got his rookie. Taking her into Peachtree's Tower where Mama, the leader of the Mama clan gang, who runs the whole Next complex. Hooker. Yeah. Played by uh, Lena Headey, a.k.a. Uh, Queen Cersei. Yeah. So she's running shit in there. She's violent. She's ruthless. They're making this drug called Slow Mo. New drug hitting them, hitting the streets. Did you try real it? Bad. Hell yeah. That shit did look kind of fun. <laughs> Apparently it makes time feel like it's going at 1% of its normal speed. So it just slows everything way down. Yeah. And you be so high. <laughs> So Judge Red brings his rookie over there. She picks the crime. They killed three people trying to set trip on their territory. They get in there. They bust some shit up. And they snatch up this dude who uh, <clears throat> is one of Mama's lieutenants. And he knows about the whole operation. They're going to take him back for interrogation. She didn't want that because they trying to just get their business started. Selling their new designer drug. Also, I don't know what interrogation is because even Mama said... If he's going for interrogation, he's going to talk. Right. So, so I'm like, what the fuck are they going to do? They got some him? ruthless interrogators, right? right? It's like, yeah, he's going to talk. So Mama takes control of the building, locks down the whole fucking complex with like blast doors and got the whole place on lockdown, total control. They call war override. So they got to kill these judges or kill her lieutenant. Well, somebody's got to die. Yeah. So basically from there, Mama organizes the whole clan to go after these two judges and shut that shit down, but it doesn't go according to plan. No. Because they fucking with the wrong one. It's Judge Dredd. He don't play that shit. And he proceeds to assassinate this whole fucking <laughs> gang yeah. with a little bit of help from his stupid-ass sidekick. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They basically go through it, the block, and work their way up. Dude, the, you know what they, they, the, the biggest mistake that Mama made was letting them other judges in. Because motherfucker was almost out of bullets. <laughs> they gave him a fucking refill. Yeah, I mean, they probably would have picked up guns anyway. I mean, there was tons of guns laying around. Yeah, but he hadn't picked up any guns up to that point. Yeah, he never... Yeah, that, I don't know. I don't think that made our weapons list either, did it? No, the Judge Dredd gun. Yeah, the Dread, the Enforcer. That's a badass weapon. Yeah. Had the uh, high explosives, 
The armor shot. piercing. The hot shot. Stun. The incendiary. That stun bullet. Yeah, that shit was crazy. And it just had a regular ass clip. <clears throat> so it must like to lace those down. Man, that shit was crazy as fuck. And then the one judge, the uh, yeah, she called in some uh, backup for crooked cops. Judges paid them a million, a million split four ways to come kill Judge Dredd. That didn't go as planned. But that one dude had that big ass rifle, that yeah. battle rifle. I was like, man, I like to see that shit in action. He was uh, fuck. He fucked those judges up too. Yeah, dude, he crushed his throat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they murked all those motherfuckers. The one was from uh, the longest yard, right? Was Which it? One? Uh, the one main, the main bad guy judge. I don't know. I never saw their faces. Uh, he looked for, like I noticed his face. It looked familiar. Huh. Look at IMDb. See who yeah, it was. So. Was it Lex? I think his name was Lex. Was the main one. Anyways. Um. Well, I will say I'm gonna do some super critiquing. There were a couple things that <clears throat> I noticed this time around. So when they first get to peach trees to investigate the three original murders mm-hmm. where mama and Kay threw them dudes off the building. Yep. Um, she called it in the, uh, medical support, the big black dude. Yep. He came and kind of told him what was going on. So they made a report to control and he said, bring, send a meat wagon. You know, we got three for recycle this, that, and the other, the job. So they should have been on their way there. <clears throat> Now, I know they did that war override, and they called Central and told them that the place was going to be locked down. Yep. But I thought it was interesting that no one ever showed up until they made it outside again and made another distress call. And those two judges came to help them. Yep. And the dude's like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's no judges here. He's like, oh, we had a fire on, you know, level 76. Yep. And he, that's where a judge had blown the wall out to get away from that gunfire. And um, they just kind of like were standing there. Like, I don't know, man, it's just shit. I feel like somebody should have got there sooner and, like, assisted and got in and did some shit. Sure. But, you know, just little inconsistencies and little plot holes. Yeah, I mean, I can, yeah, I see that. Like, even the, um, who Maybe was there was only six Jan Michael Vincents allowed in each quadrant. Jesus. <laughs> only one Jan Michael Vincent per <laughs> quadrant. Too I many Jan 16, Michael Vincents. 16 quadrants. <laughs> Only four Jan Michael Vincents. <laughs> um, so maybe they, maybe they couldn't get there. They were dealing with some shit. But See, at the end, when uh, that black lady, the commander, well, yeah. I forgot what she was, the chief or whatever, yeah. comes up, she's like, she's like, oh, I thought I better come down if you were calling in a certain report, like judges under fire. Yeah. And like, so it was kind of like he's judge dread of all people's calling for backup. Like yeah. shit's fucked up, yeah. and she knew that. So you think there would have been a better response? That's true. Like I, grant, I, I understand that the city's fucked. And there's, like, serious crime going on every minute. Like, it's kind of hard, but at the same time. I get what you're saying. The most badass judges out there is like, yo, man, I need some help. (laughs) Help me. (laughs) (laughs) Never. I get what you're saying. I I can pick up what you're putting down. Yeah, so four four crooked judges show up. Judge Dredd takes care of three. Actually, he took care of two. and then uh, Almost out of bullets. Partner, partner took care of two. She got her kills in. Yeah, I will say I do. I do like um, Olivia Thrillby who plays um, Rookie Anderson. Yeah, the psychic. Um, she, I like the way she grew in the movie because she started out, you know, just greenhorn raw, not knowing nothing. 
Like the boss said, throw her in the deep end. He's like, it's all a deep end. <laughs> but like, fuck it, sink or swim. You gotta do your thing. Yep. You know, obviously she she was timid. She wasn't about killing. She was hesitant. She got her first kill when she killed that dude, and then found out he had a wife and kid. <laughs> so she's like, fuck. And she was just super timid. And then once she got kidnapped and snatched up and saw possibilities of what could have happened to her, and then yeah. she got free. It's like she's like, all right, I can't fuck around anymore. Like this is real. Yeah. Like she figured it out. Like she became hard all of a sudden. Right. Like she killed Kay. She killed that crooked judge because she used her psych powers, and she killed helped Judge Dredd from getting killed. And she was like, fucking hard. Yeah. Ready to go to work. So, so out there, Morty's killing Morty's man. <laughs> <laughs> so I did like to see her character arc. Sure. The way she kind of saw what it's really like. Out she had like, I just want to make a difference in the block, and like. If you want to make a difference, you're going to have to kill motherfuckers. Yeah. You're going to have to lay the law down. And I swear to God, Carl Urban was born to play that role. Yeah. I appreciate the fact that he's not so... Um, egotistical. Uh, egotistical that he, he's like, I keep the helmet on the whole time. Uh, unlike Stallone, who had to take the helmet off because yeah. he didn't want to do the whole movie with no one seeing his face. So that's points to Carl Urban. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, his mouth... I know his mouth had to hurt. Dude, that, that, just that scowl? Keeping that scowl the whole damn movie. Like, his cheekbones, had, all that shit in his face had to hurt. But yeah, he did it perfect, man. The voice, the look, he was he was on point. Um, I was curious about if they ever if they were to do it, which they don't need to. Because like, I feel like a second one's not going to be nearly as good. Right, right. Because that one kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I didn't hear nothing. I was like, oh shit, Dread, and it looked dark and R-rated and violent. You know, that's me, man. That's yeah. what I like. If they were to do yeah, if they were one. to make a second one, I think I, I would like to see the rookie Anderson reprise her role too and be mm-hmm. back in there and maybe they, they maybe not work together but kind of cross paths. And, sure. You know, I feel like it'd be too cheesy if they paired them up and they're like their partners now. Yeah, Judge Dredd don't need no partner. Yeah, but have them cross paths and have a scene together and like, sure. like she's grown up and become good and she's badass killer now still using her psych powers and making a difference in the world. You could fuck her, but keep the helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't be mad if they smash or whatever. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, man, it's fucking such a straightforward movie. There's no bullshit time. Like it's just go, 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 yeah. get it done. Kill, 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 murder, 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 drugs, fucking. Uh, Two uh. things. The speech. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say the speech was fucking great. Uh, Judge Dredd goes over the intercom and talks to all the peach, peach trees and just like, listen here, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get in my way or I'm going to assume that you're here to kill me and I will just kill you. So you're all on notice. And then, uh, well, what do you say? The Yeah, because basically if you get in the way of a judge's duty, that's death. Yeah. <laughs> so just stay out of my way. That was pretty awesome. And then I'm upset that uh, during our best death episode that the mom, I don't think Mama's uh, death got uh, got in there. No, it's I a, don't think we did mention her. It is a good death. It's a good, she's I a was good kinda, villain. I was watching the movie the first time. I kind of wanted to see it from the other view because they showed it from head on. Yeah. So like you see her face hit the pavement and it kind of opens up and splat and it's just blood. Yeah. I was kind of hoping to say it because they showed it like right as she's diving into the concrete from what 200 feet up. So 
the, in the movie, uh, they finally get into Mama's lair. Uh, she has the whole thing rigged to her heartbeat, right? Yeah. To make the whole thing explode. Yeah. The top 20 floors or something. Yeah. And, uh... Basically taking out the whole block. Yeah. But Judge Dredd was like, eh, we'll test that shit. Yeah. Hit her with some slow-mo through the air over the edge. So she's falling at a very slow rate. No, she's falling at normal rate, but her brain but, but her brain isn't processing Isn't processing that, that shit yeah. the right way. In the movie, I'm saying, you're seeing her fall at a slow yeah, rate. Yeah, slow motion, yeah. And uh, she hits the pavement. Yeah, it was like some 200 stories. Yeah. So what is that? Yeah, she's way the fuck up there. Um, but yeah, I wanted to see that view from like... Like looking at it? Like yeah, looking at it. it. You were sitting, standing at the ground and watched her in slow motion see her face hit the pavement and crumple and... Ugh. Might have been a little but too violent. Still a, still a good death. Yeah. I was uh, keeping track of how many people got thrown off the building... So there's three gang members in the beginning mm-hmm. that got tossed. I think Judge, when he set that incendiary, when they shot him up in the phone booth, yep. thought he was in there. I saw two or three guys go over the edge. He threw that boy Caleb, Mama's lieutenant, yep. threw him over. That was cold as shit. It's like after they uh, blew up that whole fucking quadrant. She brought out a fucking <coughs> minigun and basically... Three of them mounted Gatling guns. Yeah. With goddamn... Crates of ammo attached to the belt feed <clears throat> just laid waste to this part of the block. Then he comes sauntering out of the smoke with dude in his hand and just chucks him over the edge. Doesn't say anything, doesn't look at her, just turns around and walks back into the smoke. She's like, fuck. Like, I think at that moment she knew she's like, man, I done fucked up. Yeah. Like, this is not the one. <laughs> she's like, I need help. Yeah. Because that's when she called the other dread. Uh, no, other it was judge. after he burnt him with the fire. Oh, okay. Because that's when she kind of got pissed off, and and that's right. Uh, yeah, they still had everybody. Yeah, it was after old girl got kidnapped, and they took him up, and then they're watching him. That's right. He he, he pretended like he was in that the booth. intercom booth, and about six, seven dudes rolled up on him, shot him up. Speaking of, hold on, that scene. <laughs> Why the fuck did they do that black guy like that with that straight hair wig and them juicy-ass, glossy-ass lips? That shit bugs me every fucking time. I don't understand. Like, okay, it's a future dystopia. Dress however you want. You got him looking like goddamn Jimmy Butler and shit. <laughs> got his iron fucking flat iron hair looking all luxurious like a goddamn Beverly Hills hoe. And he had just red, glossy ass lips. <laughs> He's like, motherfucker still ain't go down yet. Try to talk tough, but he looked like a goddamn how <laughs> the geisha servant or something. Part of Prince's Revolution. <coughs> Hell yeah, that's what he looked like. That shit bothers me, man. Every time. Uh, yeah, after he burns those people, and mom was like, or old boy K was like, how the fuck are we gonna stop this guy? <laughs> and she's like, call the police. Huh? Guys, I don't know. So she must have known that there were judges, crooked judges for hire. I'm, I'm guessing she had them under her. Just a dark web website. You can go visit and... Uh, all in all, five five battle axes. Absolutely, five battle axes. Such a good movie. If you like action and violence, watch Dread. Yeah. Starring Carl Urban. Yeah. They come on 2012, 2014? Something like that. Something like that. I also have to say that we we went and saw it in the theater when it was 3D. Yeah, 3D. That show was real cool with 3D. <laughs> yeah, that first scene where they busted it into the drug den and killed all them people in there. 
That was a, that was a pretty cool scene. And every time they hit the uh, slow mo, the smoke. Yeah, everything, the glitter and everything. Yep. It's pretty sweet, man. Yeah. Pretty cinem- cinematography was cool. Yeah. What are we watching next week? I don't know. It's your choice. Man, why you just be throwing that out there at me like that, man? Like you don't even ease into the shit. What are we watching next week, motherfucker? Uh, okay, before you pick what movie we're watching, you're gonna ruin Judge Dredd's life or Rookie Anderson's life. <laughs> she dies her first day on the job. Uh, the Mama clan actually rapes and skins and murders her. <laughs> Jesus. They find her, they, yeah. know, they find out who she is. Yeah. The, the remaining. Well, they were trying to set it up and make it look like an accident, try to clean the whole mess up. Yeah. But she's like, just shoot her in the head and throw her out. Yep. But, yeah. That didn't happen. They kill Judge Dredd, and she becomes a fucking sex slave for the gang. I don't think they could kill Judge Dredd. Blow up the whole building, drop it on them. Let's watch. Let's watch Ace Ventura 2 When Nature Calls. Okay. Is that the one where... The second one, he's finding the bat. He's in Africa. Okay, he's in Africa, okay. With the Chicago... Pretty hot these rhinos. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. Good pick. Good All right. Pick. Ace Ventura 2. Nature Calls. Is it because you were singing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang on the road last night? Yes. <laughs> Are you Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. We love you. Oh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> Chitty. movie all right uh what are we drafting tonight good good sir top six best acting performances Ooh, this will, this will be a good one do you know who my first pick is keanu reeves i don't know if i have him on here bill and ted <laughs> <laughs> eminem in uh the interview when he comes out as gay <laughs> Playing gay peekaboo. <laughs> gay peekaboo. <laughs> Ready? Good? Yeah, go ahead. With my first pick, Keith Ledger's Joker. The performance is just wonderful, masterful, masterclass in acting, just with all the little nuances and ticks that make the Joker the Joker. Yeah, I guess. Okay. It's alright. Alright, man. Motherfucker's <laughs> <laughs> well, amazing. Robert Downey Jr., Tropic Thunder. <laughs> That's a good pick, actually. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I love that role. Yeah. <clears throat> the balls to do it for one, and then to do it so well. Did you know that for 400 years, the white man used that word to keep all people down? <laughs> now we up in the big league, baby, and getting our turn at bat. <laughs> That's the theme from the Jeffersons. <laughs> Just because we're from Jefferson, don't mean it ain't true, baby. <laughs> My second pick, Daniel Day-Lewis, Gangs in New York. Yeah, that was all right. Dude, you can't say that about every one of my picks. Why can't I? Why you gotta Fuck be your like, picks. Why you gotta be like that? Fuck you know, you know they're great picks. <laughs> Talk about 
Say what you liked about that role. Why? It's your pick. You defend it. You boost that shit. (laughs) I don't like this dynamic. (laughs) I don't got to boost your fucking draft picks up. (laughs) Fine. Fuck you. What'd you pick? (laughs) I like Daniel Day-Lewis because he takes shit too far. And like in that one, he was Bill the Butcher. He learned how to actually become a butcher. You about to cross some lines. <laughs> um, you know, it's a true story. Woman lost the baby. <laughs> Jesus. What's your second pick? Hmm. Uh, let's go with Denzel Washington and Malcolm X. Yeah. Yeah, you don't watch no black movies. You don't know nothing about that shit. Racist ass motherfucker. We didn't land on Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock landed on us. <laughs> uh, let me see my third pick. Leo and Django. Mm-hmm. Misio Candy. Mm-hmm. He should have won an award for that. He didn't. Yeah. I don't want to have that fucking argument. He should have had multiple, multiple awards Dude, before fucking Honestly, Revenant. I don't think Revenant is that great of a, like... It's a good movie, but... It's a good movie, but... He's had such better acting. Right. He's done better roles. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. The Aviator, Catch Me If You Can, Django. Wolf of Wall Street. uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, Even shit, even... um, Shutter Island. Gatsby. Shutter Island is better acting. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, The Departed. Yeah, Departed. (laughs) Better acting. Yes. They, that was a fucking makeup call for fucking <laughs> really Revenant. I think they said no matter what Leo does this year, we're giving him an Oscar for a movie. He went and farted on a snare drum. <laughs> farted on no snare drum. Mm, Chadwick Boseman, get on up. There you go. The, uh, James Brown, true story. I don't think I've ever seen that one. That one was intense, man. I like that one. Yeah. Better than uh, Jamie Foxx and Ray? I mean, I like James Brown's music. More than Ray. Listen to it more. But, I mean, yeah, Ray was good too. Yeah. It's kind of the same. It's a. I mean, Jamie Jamie killed it, the voice, the singing, and everything. Yeah, I guess Jamie did more singing and actual with his music and stuff. Whereas I don't know if Chadwick. But Chadwick had the voice down, like when he was doing his talking lines. Like, it was crazy. How on point he was with James Brown. Oh, <clears throat> uh, this will be my fourth pick. Let's take Tom Tom Hanks uh, in Forrest Gump. Mm. Um, that horrendous piece of shit. What? <laughs> you think Tom, you think Forrest Gump's a horrendous piece of shit? It's from fucking This Is the End, bro. Jay Baruchel. When uh, Daniel yeah. Craig was asking if he liked Forrest Gump, he's like, no, it's a horrendous piece of shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He's like, man, life's like a box of chocolates. <laughs> him and Emma, Emma Watson were talking to him at the pool. Oh, that's right, yeah. And they were like, oh, you must be one of those hipsters that hates things ironically. <laughs> I do enjoy Forrest Gump. I do, too. Except that bitch Jenny. I fucking yeah. hate her. Out there taking advantage of him. And do we ooh. have dumb bitches in our... We did do a dumb bitch one. Long time ago. We could do another one. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I've been thinking of some dumb bitches in movies lately, man. You stupid bitch. 
Your wife doesn't listen to the podcast, does she? No. I don't think she'd appreciate some of the stuff we say. Nah. She's lucky I let her drive. <laughs> uh, Charlize Theron in Monster. Wow, I'm surprised you picked a woman. She stands out. That one's one of the just top. Why you say that, bro? I like women sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was very good in that movie, and she looked all fucked up in that movie. She reminded me of fucking Beetlejuice in that movie. Yeah, a little bit. Something about or there's that uh, SNL skit with the three sisters that sing, and then the one. Oh, the one with, with the, the fucked up hair. Yeah, Kristen Wiig plays her. She got the big <laughs> ass head and messed up hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. So this will be my last pick. There is. And I thought I was going to just have it as a... Uh, nah. It will be, be an honorable mention. I'm going to take Remy Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody. His, okay. his portrayal of Freddie Mercury was... Uh, have you watched Mr. Robot? No, but I heard it's pretty good. You should watch that. If you like Remy Malek. Yeah. It's kind of what set him off and made him a G. Yeah. How many do you have? That was my fifth pick. We're doing six. Oh, we're doing six. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we just keep it at five? Why, why is it six? Do five now. Give no, five. I'll do six. Five. No, I don't want to do six now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not picking a six. <laughs> um, There's just no rhyme or reason to it. If it's five or what six, what does it fucking matter? It doesn't. There's five people that listen to this shit, right? So who gives a shit? <laughs> hi Kevin. Hi Max. Hi Camden. Yeah, Des. Des. Uh, who else? Who else do I know? <laughs> No, we actually been getting uh, getting some decent numbers. Thank you, viewers or listeners. Yeah, whoever the fuck you are, the DJs from up country listen to this shit. Sorry, we suck at this. <laughs> My brother sucks. Is this is your last one. <clears throat> no. Oh, we are doing. Are six. we doing six? <laughs> okay, what are you doing? Six oh, little thing. Fucking cocksucker. <laughs> you jive turkey motherfucker. Hey, that's a little too far. Um, Orlando Jones in American Gods. I don't know what that is. He had one scene in particular where he's introduced. He plays the trickster god, Anansi. He's an African trickster god. Um, his opening, you should watch it on YouTube. It's fucking intense, dude. Okay. Is it like comedy or is it like... No, no it's serious. It's serious. Okay. American Gods started out pretty good that first season, but I stopped watching it, season two, because apparently... Neil Gaiman, he does a lot of TV show producing and directing and writing, and he's got some good stuff. He did Sandman, I believe. Okay. Um, but he's got some good stuff out there. But he didn't care for Orlando Jones because he said he was a little, I don't know what was exactly was said, but it seemed like he wasn't on board with how black Orlando Jones was. I don't know. That's the, I, I, don't quote me on this, but sure. it was just a vibe that he wasn't feeling the black gods and Orlando Jones in particular. I think he came off a little too hard. Sure. And actually, Orlando Jones responded because they basically fired him season two because mm. he wasn't in it. And um, Orlando Jones wrote a response. He actually like wrote a little rap. Hmm. Like he was like, so he was like, no, 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 like Neil Gaiman could get him and this offended. So he was talking shit. Huh. It was pretty cool. But Orlando Jones is, I think, is an incredible actor. And, um, 
But yeah, that introduction, if you watch that, American Gods, uh, Mr. Na- Mr. Nancy was his name. Because basically, they took all these different, like, uh, who was it? Odin. They called him Mr. Wednesday. Um, they got all these different gods, but they got different names. They kind of tweaked their names. Sure. Like, in the beginning, you've got, basically, the main dude is black dude. His name was uh, Shadow Moon. Um, he's Odin's son. Um, but he doesn't tell him. He doesn't know about it the whole time. But in the sure. beginning, he's in jail. And he's talking to this dude. His name is Low Key. But it's Loki. Loki, yeah. But they call him Low Key. So, like, they just make plays on all their sure. different names a little bit and show all these different gods. And it was cool, man. It had a cool story. So, it's basically, like, the old guys, like Thor and Loki and all these different older old guys all around the world. Like, they had the Jinn from India. They're basically... He's trying to start a war so they become relevant again because, you know, they need the prayers and sure. from the people to get their strength. But uh, they have the new gods. So, like, there's, like, mass media and technology. Um, and there's, like, all that new shit. Like, entities that you would think as gods, like money, basic economy is kind of like a we worship money type shit. Like, mm-hmm. we worship the media. We yeah. worship that shit, so... Like old gods versus new gods. It's, season one was good, okay. but then it got weird. I heard it got weird. Season two, I didn't watch sure. that shit. But so yeah, you should watch that clip though. We just see the intro to Mister Nancy. Okay. Um, okay, so this is my sixth and final pick. Uh, Daniel Bruhl in the movie Rush. Oh yeah, good pick. Good pick. Um, it's not one that is going to be. Uh, out there probably a lot, but uh, if you look at, he played uh, Nicky Lauda, um, who was a race car driver, opposite of uh, one of the Hemsworths. Hashtag my Hemsworth. Um, it was Chris. Chris Hemsworth, okay. Uh-huh. Um, if you watch an interview of the real Nicky Lauda talking, and then you watch his performance, it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. It is insane how accurate and how good of a job he did playing Nikki Lauda, so it's one that always stood up, stood out to me because I was just dumbfounded with how well he played that. So, yeah, it's a good pick, dude. Thanks, I, I approve, dude. Cool, I was cool, bro. Cool, man. I, I dig it, bro. Cool. Give <laughs> one more pick. <laughs> Two more. <laughs> Jesus. <coughs> My cockachino. <laughs> um, Channing Tatum. This is the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it up for Johnny Depp and Pirates of the Caribbean. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like that's an iconic role. Like, and that he he is that character. Yeah. Like they're fucked without him. Yeah. And they're moving on. I think he said he wasn't gonna come back. Yeah. He said he would. Originally, he wanted to do the the next movie, but then with the shit went down, Amber Heard. Yep. And they fired like, him. Fuck you. You're. You're not the type of person we want here at Disney. We want people more like Ezra Miller. He know. said he wouldn't come back for $500 million in, or $50 million in 500 alpacas. Is that what he said? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I hope uh, he's like, yeah, fuck them guys. Yeah. Like, good luck making care. I mean, they'll try. I'm sure oh, they'll I'm try. I'm sure they will. They'll yeah. get everybody else. Yeah, they'll get everybody else back except Johnny. Yeah, that should be weird. And they'll be like, well, I won't watch it. I won't either. And I actually liked all of the movies. Exactly. Even yeah. Every movie. All his standalone ones and 
where it's just Captain Jack and even watch some some pornos, Captain Jack. What? Huh? <laughs> I don't watch that. Oh, let's see. I had Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump. Heath Ledger as the Joker. Daniel Day-Lewis in Gangs of New York. Leo in Django. Uh, Daniel Bruhl in Rush. And Remy Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody. Robert Downey Jr. Tropic Thunder. Denzel Washington. Malcolm X. Chadwick Boseman. Get on up. Charlie Theron. Monster. Orlando Jones. American Gods. Johnny Depp. Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. Yeah, honorables. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio and, uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape yeah. uh, I got Robin Williams and Good Will Hunting uh, Mickey, Matt, Mi- Matt Damon did good he that. did yeah uh, Mickey Rourke and The Wrestler and Sam Jackson and Hateful Eight I actually really liked um, fuck's his name Hangman Bill uh, The Hangman Kurt Russell Kurt Russell He, I liked his character in this shit too And here's Daisy Domergue. I'm gonna hang this bitch. <laughs> you know why they call him the hangman, don't you? It's no matter who you are. He's gonna get you to the hangman. We should take a call. <laughs> take a call? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Top five most badass movie scenes. Five on five battle of movie villains. Top five best TV couples. Top five best movie cowboys. Well, that sounds gay. <laughs> <laughs> Who put that in there? That's, that's gay. no shit. That's bro. gay. Top five movie houses you'd want to live in. Ooh, that's a good one. Really? Oh, I guess not. Top five TV movie teams. Black and white duos. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, are you just like... Having word vomit on this paper? <laughs> I just put some ideas in there, man. I don't know what you want from me. Fuck, dude. What are we doing? Houses? No, Top dude. That, what was that first one? The mages. Dude, the, 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 the magic wheelers. Fuck or no, wait. You said uh, Jay's coming on, isn't he? Pick one that he can do. Cool. Didn't you say Jason's coming on? Yeah, I'll see what that motherfucker wants to come on here next week. So we can't do anything with bitches or titties. Yeah, nothing with females in it. What is something he would do? I don't know. He likes comedy. What about we... Let's make the, the Kings of Comedy lineup. You're putting together a comedy show. You're, you're five Kings of Comedy. So you these motherfuckers... Just are gonna, straight comics? I don't know. Draft a starting lineup of basketball players? Um, Fishing movies. <laughs> Jaws? It's not fishing. I mean, we kind of were fishing for... <coughs> For a shark, grumpy old man. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Uh, Is there nothing good in there? Top five funniest scenes. Funny? It's not comedy. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's funny scenes. Top five funniest movie scenes. Cool. Awesome. Have we not done this before? I don't think so. We've done comedy movies. I, I gave you a list. Dude, I don't got the shit memorized. Dude, I'm old as shit. I don't remember shit, bro. Dude, we need to put that shit right there on the wall. Okay, do that. I gotta. I think I actually gotta have a dry erase board. Yeah, we need to put that shit up. We can put <laughs> all our notes. Fuck. It's a lot of work. 
Uh, yeah, anything else for the people? We're doing comedy scenes next week. I wish a monster would break into my house and kill me so I don't have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> what the fuck? Is... <laughs> I wish you'd leave. What the fuck? What the fuck? It's a pig! I don't, I'm not a fucking idiot, and I know there's not monsters, but for like 50 seconds, I, I thought, thought this that thing was done in the world with us. <laughs> I said, good. I'm gonna go to work tomorrow. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing to us? That's my first fucking thought. Is I don't have to go to seriously. Work I, I seriously, if something were to kill me and I saw had moments to think, I'd be like, oh fuck, I gotta go to work no more. I swear to God, that'd be one of my first thoughts. Yeah, I'd be. I've always said that I better get fucking like either if somebody's gonna kidnap me or kill me, it better be before I like go into work, like in the morning. It better not be as I'm like leaving work. Dude, can I get home and shower and eat first and get comfortable and y'all can kidnap me? Like, kidnap me at night before I gotta get up and go to work. Right. Well, it was fun, I guess. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I was such a shit. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. All right, so we're we watching Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Doing top five funniest movie scenes. Yeah, whatever scenes. Cool, 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 cool. Some funny ones in Mace Ventura. Alright. You tell your friend. Huh? Tell your friend. Who? I don't know, whoever you have coming on next week. Jason? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See? Told y'all for this shit. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Alright. Go cheese. fuck yourselves. Turbos. Did you stop it? No. Oh, you were just gonna close it? Yeah. That's how you lose full episodes. What? <laughs> That's great. That's just fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do?